If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. You just found the world's number one fitness, health, and entertainment podcast. This is Mind Pump, right? In today's episode, we talk about before and after pictures that are used to market fitness products and programs and why they're all baloney, why they're all crap, and why we don't use them. We actually give you five reasons why we don't use before and afters and why they fly in our integrity's face. Can't do it. Now, this episode is brought to you by Paleo Valley. They make some of the best paleo-based supplements around. Now, one of my favorites is their bone broth protein. There's literally no other ingredients in this protein powder. It's the most unprocessed protein powder I've ever had. It's natural as heck, unflavored, just bone broth, super easy on the gut. They also have grass-fed and grass-finished beef sticks. They're delicious, on-the-go snacks, and much more. Many, many products, all excellent. You got to go check them out. Head over to paleovalley.com forward slash mindpump. Use the code mindpump15 for 15% off your first order. Also, we only have two days left for our December special MAPS HIT, that's high intensity interval training, and MAPS SPLIT, that's a bodybuilder split advanced workout program, are both 50% off. So they're both half off. If you're interested, head over to mapsfitnessproducts.com and then use the code DECEMBER50, that's December50 with no space for that discount. One of the biggest conflicts we have with our marketing team, oh. <laughs> it's, also, uh, it's also costing us a lot of money for sure, but it completely goes against our integrity as coaches and trainers. And so yeah. I think we need to talk about why Mind Pump does not use before and after pictures in our marketing or why we think before and after pictures are bullshit. The struggle is real. It is. Because you know how effective they are and how like uh, emotionally pulling it is yes. to, to, to see that you know clear and distinct change in somebody. And, and then it's an immediate thought that, Wow, if I do this, this is going to happen in a really short period of time. Yeah. Well, in the words of our marketing team, you guys are idiots. It's a proven formula. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. exactly. That, okay, and it's hard to deny that that's <laughs> can that you, is true. Can you name any piece of advertising that is more effective than a before and after in fitness and health? Nothing. No. no. Uh -uh. Nothing is more effective. It will sell more. It will sell more faster. It'll get you more attention. Entire companies and have that's been built That's included in, in all aspects of health, beauty, and fitness. All of it. Was it's, this all started, was it Body for Life, or what was that program that really highlighted? They were probably the first one to really, to oh, I think, take Bef full advantage of this. They, before and after has been around forever. I mean, it, they have well, yeah, been around forever, I mean, but they took it to a, you remember that you would open the book. I had the book. Did you have the book, Doug? I know you I did. Yeah, yeah, you followed it. I bought the book. And you opened it, and I would say the first four pages, the back four pages, were all just before and afters, just amazing mm -hmm. transformations. Yeah. Oh, I and bought so many products as a kid mm -hmm. based off of before. Me Cybergenics too. was a company that I bought. That They sold a supplement system, which was literally 10 bottles of a bunch of stuff. And the before and afters were so dramatic. Literally, there would be an overweight guy who then looked like a bodybuilder. Like, it wasn't even like, you know, so-and-so lost 15 pounds. It was like... Wow, that guy became a bodybuilder. Yeah. And I spent my hard earned, you know, remember, I'm a 15 year old kid. I'm washing dishes at a restaurant and I'm saving my money. And it's like $200. This is back in 1995 or whatever for this guy. And it was the before and afters that did this. It, it, I wouldn't have done it otherwise. It's super effective. It's also one of the number one things we hate. 
mm. about the fitness industry. That, we grow up hating. Well, what do you think is the, what's the psychology behind it? Why? Oh, why is it, why does it work so well when people see a before and after? It is, it taps into the way that our brains evolved to see evidence. Yes. So if I show you a study that says, you know, the study shows this percent increase of whatever, that's never going to be as effective as, especially someone you know, a friend of yours who lost a lot of weight doing something. You're automatically be like, oh my God, that totally works because it's what they call it, social evidence or, and it's I, I also think there is a, a, a motivational component that it taps into too, because mm -hmm. what happens is whenever someone looks at, and that's why I think Body for Life crushed this, because if what they did so well was so many different looking people, guys, girls, fat, tall, skinny, You'll black, identify white. You'll one of them. Somebody yes. will relate. Yeah. I, think, I think it does. You Somebody goes, oh my God, that's what I look like right now. Mm -hmm. And then they see what they look like afterwards. And then, so now they have a, a, a picture of what's possible for them because that body, that guy has my body type right now, what he looked like six months ago. And now he looks like well, that. And also I think it's, it's really about the attention game, right? Like what's the, the most powerful way to uh, express that whatever it is you're selling them works. Uh, it, you know, it's just a visual. It, it tells a lot of information in a very short period of time. And like, you don't have to read like all of the proof, uh, the backs it or the, the system. For sure. The but it's got to be hitting like a very, oh, very primal. hot emotional. Yeah. Primal type thing for, cause you see yourself and that, I mean, so if I saw an ad for some pillar like that and it was uh, advertised to women, it was just a woman before and after you don't that care. ad doesn't hit me. If it was a skinny guy. That's right. Yeah. If he look, I mean, you know, yeah, you six relate foot to three it. guy built like me, like look like what I look like before. I, boy, that one would. I that's mean, the I'm, one I bought, by the yes. way. The, the Cybergenics had a hard gainer supplement stack, and mm. that's the one I bought because I saw the skinny dude yeah. gain a bunch of muscle, and I was like, oh, this proof of concept, right? This, yes, this definitely. So I think that's what it is. I think that if you do enough of these, right, and, and you have a fitness business, mm -hmm. you put enough of these before and afters, you throw up a picture of a, a, a percentage of these people that will, yeah. oh my God, that looks just like me, and now they are inspired because they go, oh, if he can do it yep. or she can do it, I, I can do it. Yeah. And now, now some, now our marketing team has said this to us, who cares how you get them in so long as you sell, you teach them the right way and you show them the right workouts and the right diet. And they try to make the case that you'll attract more people that you can then help. And I've heard that before. Right. And there is some truth to it, but the, the, the problem with this is the way you enter into your fitness journey matters so much in terms of your sustainability, that that would start people off on the wrong foot. And it's so against mm. everything that we stand for. In fact, when we first met, before we started Mind Pump, that was one, I don't know if you guys remember, that was one of the first things we said. Whatever we sell, we're not yeah. gonna use these before and afters to try to sell our products because I, how many of our clients fell prey to that even while they were our clients oh, yeah. and how annoyed were you with your with with this this whole marketing system and, and what it, it did creates to an immediate expectation coming in that we would have to like basically overcome an objection right away and like sort of talk them yeah. out of that mindset it's tough though because um i mean i've seen a lot of our transformations of people that have listened to the show for years. Oh, I'm so glad you said that. It's and, not like we don't have before and afters. Right. We have hundreds of hundreds ones. And too. they're inspiring. So it's yes, it's are. a it's a it's a um you know what would you call that a catch twenty two, right? Like it's this weird, weird situation we're in where man, uh one, I, I we're not big fans of using that to as a promotional 
uh, angle. But boy, there's some of these incredible transformations that people have made that, you know, selfishly, I want to share because I want, look, look, these are people too that are, but then I know, I don't, the, I know the message that that's sending and it flies right in the face of what I think we present on the show all the time. Yeah, and what we stand for. I think, okay, mm -hmm. so the first thing that I think that I, for me, that at least that's an issue is that it sells the message that the aesthetics of your body and how they change as you exercise is, is the most important thing, or that's the only thing, right? Because what you see is looks and people are already so fixated on aesthetics and looks when it comes to working out mm -hmm. that what it causes for them is it, is it, cause when you're doing it the right way, if you, let's say you're going to lose 40 pounds, when you do it the right way, it's a, it starts off slow. It's a slow process at first. If you're looking for sustainable lifelong changes, if you want to just change your body and then go back to the way you did before, that's fine. But if you want sustainable results, it's a step-by-step -step process. It's a slow process. And so what it does to people is it makes them think that the visual is the is all the value and they ignore all these other beneficial effects that they that they don't notice. You're like I remember how many times this happened to you, right? You get a client and you're doing everything the right way. This is later on when you became really good as a trainer. And they'd come to you and it'd be, I don't know, two months or three months into your your training, you know, with them. And they'd say, Oh, you know, I've only lost like seven pounds on the scale. I don't know if this is really working. And then you would say to them, Well, how's your energy? Yeah. Like, oh, how's your man. sex drive? Yeah. How's your mood? How's yeah. work? And it's going? like, oh my God, all that stuff is way better. <laughs> and then they, they would start to like notice, um, like, oh yeah, this is really valuable. But the point before that was that they were uh, not aware because what they were so focused on was just the look. Well, that's the problem with like, okay, so let's take the body for life and you look at a page, let's say that's got 10 transformations on it. And let's say there's, you know, there's an obvious winner, like, oh my God, his transformation yeah. was the most amazing. And then there was somebody that let's just say had like the least physical transformation. But what the story doesn't tell was the guy that had maybe the least transformation on the on the visual, um, it got he got off drugs. He's, his wife and him have a better marriage. He's been a more productive father. Maybe he's recovering he's been, from a chronic illness. Right, and, right. Yeah. and like I mean, just completely has changed this guy's life forever. Mm -hmm. But no one is talking about it because we're so fixated and yeah. focused. How on, many abs are showing? Yeah, like who 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 won the the look transformation? And maybe the guy who won. Of, on the physical transformation, that guy already had a lot of those things in, in line in his life. And so it made the transformation for him literally X's and O's. Or and what just, if they did it in an unhealthy way? Or, right. Yeah, so that's... Yeah, even better point. Yeah, that's a, that's a big one because you don't know the whole story of yeah. what happened, which is so important. And then it creates these kind of false expectations. In fact, before and afters have been around for a long time in the weight loss industry or whatever, and then there was regulations that said you need to put underneath, and they always do this in real small print, Right. That you know, users can expect don't don't expect yeah. these results. It's all individual. Results will vary. Yes, yeah, yeah, results will vary. Them. They had to do that because they would get in trouble. But it doesn't matter. It still causes and creates these false expectations. So then you have somebody that enters into this whatever program or whatever that's selling their goods and services through this before and after, and now this person has that visual like that's what's supposed to happen, that change. Right. But what, what people need to understand is the visual changes that happen through a fitness and health journey are the side effect of the, filth, the, 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 the health and fitness journey, not the primary effect. It's the side effect of improving your health. Now, if it becomes a primary effect, you start to sacrifice health, which always happens, and then you start to lose both. So you don't want to have those false expectations that are sold through 
before and afters. That's, I mean, that's one of the main reasons why I hate, I never did that as a trainer because this person has their own story, their own challenges. What's mm -hmm. a win for them it might not be a win for someone else or it might be a loss for someone. Like, like if I have a new client who has a bad relationship with exercise, has never done it, has maybe had some bad experiences, terrible diet, all that stuff, and she just was consistent one day a week for a month and then she came in a second day a month and was consistent for three months. That could be, for that person, a huge win. Now, for someone else, that might be nothing, not a big deal. I'm 20 years old. I can show up whenever I want. I don't have all these you know, things. I don't have this relationship with exercise like that other person. But that person who has that big win, if their expectation was based off of before and after, and how many times have you had this happen with a client? Man, I'm failing. And then you have to sit down and like point out the wins. Be like, right. what do you mean you're failing? Yeah. You came to me. You never exercise. Well, it's an individual been, journey. Yes. And, and this is, I think, the biggest point we're trying to stress. Like each person, uh, we, we have to take our own path. There's there's very specific needs that that each person has coming in. And, uh, you know, that's just like a fraction of the story. The the byproduct, like you said, of of all the work that we're putting in to rebuild the body and, and create a healthier, uh, you know, body to, to, to keep you going further into the future. Yeah, I, go, go it's ahead. the same reason why we... We don't like the thirty day or sixty day or ninety day challenges either. Totally, because it's another just, effective marketing tool. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's just it's a it, what people are, are so focused on the outcome, and we're constantly preaching the journey. Yes. You know, you 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 oh, enjoy the can, process. Can I lose the most weight? Like the, all the offices, right? Every work in, in in one month from now, there'll be all these offices across the country that will promote these. All right, weight loss challenges everybody's going to do. Yep. And it's all, you win a cash prize if you get the, whoever loses the most weight in the office. And everybody is focused on the the result, the outcome um, versus the journey on how they got there. And mm -hmm. the truth is, if that's if they're only focused on the outcome and they don't focus on the journey, it won't be sustainable. It's well, guaranteed it won't be sustainable. No, no, and it's not yep. it's not just your opinion, Adam. The the numbers are clear. Right. It's an eighty plus percent fail rate within a year of losing the weight that you're trying to lose if you approach it the wrong way, which is how most people do. So you are almost guaranteed to fail within the first year. Now if you extend it two, three, four, five years the fail rate is north of 95%. Yeah. Why would you do anything? Why would you put so much effort into anything and by that's going to fail at that rate? And by the way, all that really highlights is just how you know how radically different we all are and the ability for some people to just fucking stay yeah, dialed. 5%. Yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, that's all that highlights is that there's some people that have a different gear that yeah. can sacrifice for Machine years mode. and be miserable before they finally break versus most people that, like, after a year of it go, this is ridiculous. I'm not going to live my life like this. No, you're 100% uh, correct. It's, it's all about the journey, and the result is great, but if you enjoy the journey and you do it the right way, you're always going to be on the journey because that's the part that, you're, that you enjoy, that you understand. Mm -hmm. Those are the changes that are sustainable. The focus on the result or creating those false expectations is almost a guaranteed way to get someone to approach fitness and health through a unsustainable, you know, 100% fail rate, you know, after six months or a year, right? And so what we don't want to do is start people off on the wrong foot and, and with fitness, and maybe in some areas you can start on the wrong foot and then correct things, Yeah. but with fitness, it's... Starting on the wrong foot is almost guaranteed way to get you to screw up. Even oh, if you start to change things later on, to to adjust at that point too. And I and I just think that this is one of those things that make it creates this sense of being in a race. Like all of a sudden now, 
you know, like I'm not getting this. I have to push, 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 push harder. And like everything is just about, you know, getting as quickly to the finish line as possible and not, you know, being aware of what your body's trying to tell you. You know what a worse outcome is, is that people actually have success with it. That's even worse oh, when they when they actually utilize these challenges or use these transformations to motivate them to have success. That short term success. Yeah, right? because now they they. I mean, how many times have you had a client like that where you picked them up later on and they love that stuff? They love the comparison stuff. They well, love what the thirty. What they'll say is, "Hey, I did this before and it worked." Yes. And then I'll say to them, "Well, why are you <laughs> For here?" Like a couple weeks. Yeah. No, that was always my answer. Yeah. Uh, if it worked, why are you here? That's right. Oh well, I couldn't stick with it. So did it work or did it not work? <laughs> yeah. No, it worked. No, it didn't. If it worked, you would not be here. And that's the big thing. I remember talking to a client uh, years ago, and this was a, a gentleman who had uh, a, a big setbacks in life. He had a, a back injury, then he got divorced. And anyway, he used to be fit and then didn't work out for a long time, gained a lot of weight. And he came and hired me and we started working out. And this was maybe six months into training. And I remember he had he was really down on himself one session. And he's like, man, this is, I suck. I used to, you know, be so consistent back in the day, and I don't know why this is so hard for me, this and that. And I sat down with him. I said, okay, let's figure out. You've been with me for six months. Let's look at all the amount of times you've worked out with me in that six-month period. Let's talk about that. And let's talk about some of the stuff that we've changed with your nutrition. And I did the math, and I don't remember what it was, but I said, okay, you've averaged about two workouts a week with me since we started six months ago. Um, and he goes, yeah, I can't believe I'm only working out twice a week. And I said, okay, how many days a week were you working out before you saw me. And he's like, he's quiet. And I said, zero. I said, sounds like a success to me. Sounds like you've done more than you did before. It's that, you know, that, that, that false expectation that people have, especially when they compare themselves to things that are not, that you can't really compare to, which I think brings us to the next one. Well, right? yeah, I was just going to say that's the next and maybe the most dangerous uh, part of all of this is encouraging people to compare themselves to other people. Oh. It's a trap. That's I'm, a big trap. That's a social media trap, period. Causes right. depression, the, anxiety. The thief of joy, right? Oh, I mean, you can, it's so hard to, to, you know, be kind of proud of your successes and acknowledge your progress when you're comparing yourself to someone else, which again, back to, you know, some of the earlier points, you don't know the whole story. All you're comparing to is this one factor, like, wow, they make more money. Wow, they look happier in these Facebook pictures with their family wow, they look more fit than I do and they got there faster. Mm -hmm. So now you're not a success, you're a failure. Now, no, I'm not as good as that person. This is failing for me, which leads to bad behaviors, right? You start to feel down on yourself. Either you'll A, stop doing what you're doing or B, engage in, in unhealthy health and fitness behaviors like over dieting, over training, doing things that are not sustainable for yourself, taking all these diet pills, that kind of stuff. It's uh, it's comparing yourself to other people besides in fitness is one of the, the biggest problems that people can encounter. And it causes a lot of bad things. To happen. I think it's worse today than it's ever been in our lives 100%, for the yep. exact point that you brought up. Like this didn't exist that long ago where like if you were just just 20 years ago, um, you could go a full year and maybe not see two people that have like six pack abs. Mm -hmm. Like literally, that would be totally normal. And this would be totally normal for someone who works out in a gym. That's how crazy it is. Yes, yeah. I used to do this thing where I, when people would like compare and talk about, oh, this person and this body yeah. and she looks so amazing. And, and then they, I would stand them up in the sales pit 
and have them like look across the gym. Yeah, 150 people. I, yeah, out. 150 people in there, all bust nuts. These are all consistent people. It's a weekday in here right now. I said, show me five people that look that way in the gym right now. So yeah. this is totally biased. It's not we're not in the mall. We're not in a random place. Yeah, this right. is where people are, want to be. Fit. And you couldn't you couldn't find me five people. But yet today on social media, and let me tell you, the people that like these transformation pictures that think that they're inspired and motivated by it are the same people that also follow. 20, 30, 50 different of these fitness influencers who go and diet extreme, take uh, thousands of photos of themselves in short periods of time, use them to drip over the course of a year. And even if they don't, let's say there's somebody who's keeps their body at Neurotic six, or yeah, oh, yeah. 6% year round. And what you don't know is like how fucked up and out of balance the rest of their life is because they're so neurotic about their body. And you, as this person, this normal person who has a normal job and just wants to be healthy and fit, are following these people people and can and compare constantly comparing yourself daily and so you get this skewed perception of what the real world looks like and it doesn't look it's, like that. it's so much more intense these days like the la last time i remember even having access to looking at those type of visuals it was magazines and that that's what we had we had to go get the magazine yeah. and then you would look at oh wow like it, look at these guys are amazing or, or girls like with their bodies and everything but and, and occasionally you get it on tv but Every single day, you just scroll, and if you're following, you know these people, it's mm -hmm. just like a constant loop, a reiteration that you're not good enough. You're not yes. good enough. You'll never get to this point. Yep. And insecurities are often based off of comparison. I am skinnier than most people. I am fatter than most people. I am less happy than most people. I'm less attractive than most people. You know what? And by the way, um, this is statistically true. Not that it matters, by the way, because you have value no matter what, and you can be a good person or a bad person no matter what. But even if we look at the numbers, the odds are that 99% of anybody watching or listening to this, somewhere in the middle, meaning most people are kind of like you, right? Most of us are like that. Very few people are on the extremes. Now, what is presented in before and after pictures and what is presented in social media and in marketing- the extreme. Is that extreme? Yep. For example, if I uh, if I lived in an NBA locker room, okay, or NBA courts, I would think I, I'm six foot tall, right? I would think I'm short. Like my gosh, there's these everybody's. You know, I wouldn't even think they're giants. I would be like, wow, I'm so tiny. Yeah. Everybody's like six eight or seven foot tall. I'd have this distorted view of my height compared to others that could become an insecurity and that would only enhance the insecurity because i'm like oh my gosh i'm so well then and then you go home and all you follow is nba players too. yeah <laughs> so you're getting a double well know? that's what i'm saying so and, and this happens with fitness marketing and this is what before and afters do because here's what happens you go and you follow the program or the diet that the before and after is selling you do it and you do it for 30 days. And the before and after you saw, is like, oh my gosh, this guy lost so, or this girl lost so much weight and looks so incredible in 30s. And then you do everything right, you know, in, you know, into the context of your life. You're like, man, I'm, I've been more consistent than I've ever been. I'm eating right. I'm making all these changes. But because the metabolism is complex, bodies are very different. And again, you don't know the whole story. You lose 10 pounds, mm -hmm. which would be a lot in, in, in a month, probably more than you should. But let's just say you do that. Now, you're not happy. You're like, I not, suck. Not good enough. I suck, man. This person lost 30 pounds. I look in the mirror and I'm like, yeah, I made some changes, <laughs> but what the heck is wrong with me? Right. And so it create it. What it does is whatever insecurity you have, it preys on it because you know how earlier we talked about identifying with the people in the picture. Yeah. 
who you're identifying with is not the after, it's the before. 100%. So who am I identifying in the before, right? Well, if I was a kid, I'm identifying with the hard gainer, skinny person. Ooh, that's hammering my insecurities, right? Or I'm identifying with the overweight mom, middle-aged mom, or the the overweight young ex-athlete or whatever they choose to portray, right? So that's my insecurity. And what the 30 days, the, the transformation before and after pictures do is they take your insecurity and they prey on it. Well, this is why this is why marketing teams crush doing this. Yeah. I mean, they, they have a small window, you know, five, what is it, five to 15 seconds on average yep. to grab your attention and telling you the whole laborious story about the journey and all the way yeah. is just yeah. not going to happen. And no. so what the quickest way is to hit you into the soft spot, yep. hit you on your insecurity and make you feel bad about yourself and then sell you the solution. Yeah. That It's like marketing 101 and it's a, it's a hell of a time being a business that is trying to do it in a different way when that's a proven formula. And, and I'll tell you, being honest, it's been very tempting to, to fall into that being even told from the marketing team, like, listen, we you'll can still, double your sales, right? Well, we could we could get them in, and then we'll teach them after that. And it's just like it's so hard for us to to do that, even if we know that our intentions are pure. That once we get them into our network, that we would then teach them the proper way. That that would be if they were willing to listen to the rest of what we're doing. But what right. it'll do is it casts a wider net. And what we're going to catch more of- it catches are, the people that are, didn't even want to learn in the did, first place. Not only that, but just people who are already in that cycle of self-hate, right? Right. So you're already in a cycle of self-hate, and mm -hmm. it's very hard at that point to get you to, to change those things. So I'd rather not do that. I'd, I'd rather not promote self-hate because if you're exercising- I mean, how many times have I said this, right? If you're exercising and changing your diet because you hate yourself, it's not going to work because exercise is a punishment. Yeah. Food is restriction or tasty foods are a reward. And that already is starting, you're, you're already starting off on this dysfunctional relationship with exercise and nutrition, which only leads to destruction. It only leads to failure. You only terrorize yourself for so long. That's right. It, now, here's the next point. And this is, the, this is one of the bigger points as to why marketing is the way it is. Because the most consistent results that happen, and what I mean by that is when you actually examine people that do change their health in dramatic ways and not just change it, but they maintain it for the rest of their lives, right? If you actually took people like that and interviewed them, and I know people like that, I've worked with them, I've trained people who went from never exercising, who had terrible diets, who then through a long, slow, working on behaviors type process, they became essentially permanent. You know, here we are 10 years out and I still talk to these people, I'm still friends with them and they're still maintaining it. So that's still, a, that's a pretty damn good success rate, right? The most consistent results don't happen in 30, 60, or 90 days. Mm -hmm. It happens later. You know, I tell the story of a friend of mine who he wanted to lose 35 pounds. He's a friend of mine now. He's a client at first. He wanted to lose 35 pounds. He was an overweight kid, insecure, you know, gained and lost weight back and over and over again, did the yo-yo thing. Anyway, luckily he decided he wanted to do things the right way. I talked a lot about what we talk about in the show with him, and I coached him and trained him in that way. He lost 35 pounds in three months three years after we started training, right? So we started training. He didn't lose the weight for three years. Lots of small changes happened in those three year, in that three-year process. Then all of a sudden, the, the ones that really moved the needle finally clicked. By, by the way, he's never gained the weight back. They finally clicked, and in three months, the 35 pounds came off. Like, what kind of a before and after is that? Three, you know, three years and three months later, here's your before and after. It, the, the, those changes are not depicted in these in advertising because if they if they were, 
Nobody would buy that. Well, it's preying on another thing that we want expedient, right? Expediency. Yes, we we want always a quick pill. That's right. So it, that's the other part of these things is that you know that you're that you're doing that. It's a, uh, it's tough, man. It's tough being in a, a a business where we we sell the sell people on how to help them, and then to not be able to use the number one, probably one and two, right between transformation and challenges. Or arguably number one, number two, low-hanging fruit marketing tools that our space uses. In They're order so to effective. Drive traffic. This is how effective they are. That these before and after marketing um, tactics have been around for long enough to where if you took the average person and you asked them objectively, what do you think about these before and afters? Do you think this is sustainable? Mm. Do you think this is legit? Most people would be like, ah, no, that's not really realistic. Yeah, I don't know. It seems suspect. Still you works. Know, yeah. Still gets them to buy something. That's it, how effective. There's they some are. emotional draw to it. Yes. You know, like you said, it's it's that you project yourself yeah. into these people. Yeah. And if it's somewhat relatable, you just you can't help it, even though you know, like maybe some of these aren't like super legit pictures i'm looking at but it it, it portrays this idea that this could happen and, well, and this so is you. I, I think that i think it's subconscious right i don't mm -hmm. think you even i mean maybe some people go oh my god that's me i could do that but i think a lot of people it just connects and they don't even know it yeah. subconsciously well because it's like, you're watching like have you ever, i mean have you ever i mean this happens to me all the time when i'm watching like a weird which i knew what movie it was but i'll watch a movie and like it'll be like this feel good you know comeback story or something and the kid will have similar things that he went through that maybe I experienced in my child and I get all emotional, yeah, right? Yeah. And it's because I see my, I know what's happening. I see myself as the character mm -hmm. that they're portraying in the show because there's something I can relate or identify with. I don't actively go like, that's me. You know, it's just like, it yeah. hits this thing that makes this connection. And I think that just happens subconscious to people as they're going through oh. all these before and afters, they see someone that go, man, that's, Dude, that's, that's me. So, that's yeah. so true. Try doing this. I don't know if you guys have done this. Watch a movie that you grew up watching as a kid, watch it as a dad or as an adult. And then here's the funny thing that happens. When you're a kid, I had, like, for example, I watched The Breakfast Club with my kids. Oh, that's a great And now when I watched that as a kid, I was all pro the students. I was all pro, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that dickhead principal. I know. What a jerk. Then I watch it with my kids, and I'm like, "These kids are Man, these what kids is wrong are with these kids? That <laughs> principal, I would, I'd be pissed off. Like they're smoking weed in there, they're yeah. freaking running through the thing. Bunch of degenerates, exactly. Yeah. So you're no, you're 100 right, Adam. You identify with that stuff, and so what before and afters are getting you to identify with are your insecurities. They're they're literally designed to make you feel like crap. And to make you compare and then to sell you a false expectation. It all happens instantaneously and it gets you to take an emotional action, which is to buy yeah. their product or their service. And the fail rate, because of the way you start into that process, is so high. And this is, again, these are, these are some of the reasons why we hate doing them. Now, can we talk about, uh, and I love just throwing at least one company under the bus, but <laughs> we started out talking about shreds because they were the most prolific company that were using transformations oh, and doing things doctoring them. doctoring and they got in trouble for photoshopping dude, and doctoring dude. so let's talk about this as a subject by itself well like, then let me share something just to kick that off then if we're gonna because this was so eye-opening for me and i didn't know this until i got oh into, i know what you're gonna say this blew my mind too yeah i didn't know this like this is like a real thing that happens i found this out when i was competing and many of these supplement companies, health companies, anybody who's trying to sell a product that uses before and afters, 
actually hang out at the at the shows at all where all the competitors yeah, bodybuilding are. physique yeah. mind blowing bodybuilding yeah. men's men, men's uh physique and and bikini and really they 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 are looking for a certain body type right they're looking for a demographic of people obviously if i'm selling some super jacked whatever i'm going bodybuilder like if i'm like this kind of more health I'm going to pick a body that's more like bikini or like that yep. direction. So anyways, they go there and they look for the the top five. You know what they're looking for? A lot of people don't know this. They're looking for the after picture. Yes. This is the crazy this part. Is, that's what they, they're mm -hmm. shopping you. And then they're been, shopping for the after picture. And I've been approached this way mm -hmm. where I've been offered $5,000. I think five and 10 are the two different offers I've been made on this, where a company will come up to me and say, hey, we'd like to pay you to do before and afters. And I'm like, oh, well, you're a little late. You know, like yeah. I'm here already. And they're like, no, 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 no. We're going <laughs> to no, pay you this to get is perfect. We're going to pay you to get fat. Yep. So we're going to take the pictures right now as they are your afters. And then all we need you to do basically is lay off the training for the next couple months and go ahead and eat in a surplus and enjoy yourself. And we just want to document that and we'll show it in reverse. I remember when so I, crazy. so I remember when I first figured that out, uh, I was, I want to say 17 or 18 and I read an article by an anonymous bodybuilder. I don't remember what the magazine was. I think it was muscle media. And he said that exact thing. Then I went back and I looked at the before and afters that were in the bodybuilding magazines and everything became clear. Yeah, because you could see, you know what a body looks like when someone's got a great muscle base? Yes. And they just put on like 20 pounds. Totally. And you could see that. Yes. And then I trained eye, you you can real quickly start to put that together and oh, it makes a lot 100%. of sense. Oh, 100%. I looked at it and I'm like, oh my God, this guy, this is the before and this is the after. Mm, yeah. This is the most popular and common trick that they do with before and Well, think about it if from their perspective, like you got to do this. If you're going to pay someone, could you imagine? It's way easier. Could you imagine finding <laughs> yeah. someone out of shape and saying, I'm going to pay you five grand. I need you to look like this. Like how many people would well, even be able to do that? Yeah, so now you got to go find professionals. You're paying for something that you don't even know what the outcome is going to be. Right. So this is already a proven, like I see this as the after and I want to keep this as like what I'm displaying. So now we just add the weight. I mean, I believe they take it all the way to this level. Like you're say said company you head to the you and we need um a, a girl you know this this color hair this color eyes and about this size and this is what we're looking for so go find her oh we need a, a male mm -hmm. we want him to be about this size this color hair this color eyes like yep. and then they go and they see they go look at the top five and go like there's our guy you know who there's did our this girl. you know who did this a lot I, I wonder if we can find these on online uh they're old ads for muscle tech muscle tech did this they did this with bodybuilders like Johnny Jackson and other guys and it would be a before and after but really what it was it was in season it was it was in season off season yeah. bodybuilders and mm. they would pay them mm. a lot of money that's it's easy to convince these guys to do this because they don't make a lot of money no and also yeah. they're so like 5 or 10 grand is a lot of a lot of money yeah, for they're a lot like of I'll take a couple months off you're going to pay me 100 grand right. or whatever I was gonna, I was going to eat cheeseburgers and chill for next month anyway so it's a win win for it's them it's crazy and then there's a there's a second part uh, to this that is uh, now especially with the current technology oh yeah so there's some ab there's some some before and afters right there very clearly you can see that they switched the before and after well yeah and what we were saying that and i didn't know how to look like this until i or look uh you know look at this and see it uh as well as i do now i've obviously trained long enough trained in a lot of clients also been competitive and i know what a a good solid muscle base looks like when you just pile on you know yep. 10 15 pounds of fat versus somebody who has built muscle and also burned body fat to get shredded that's coming from a really sedentary body, you can tell a very, very, very obvious yeah. and clear once you know what to look for. Now, you also have with current tech, uh, and this is 
harder and harder to identify. Almost well, it's impossible for the naked eye, which is this Photoshop technology. And they make subtle changes to pictures mm -hmm. that look profound to the human eye. Oh, and, yeah. and by the way, marketers have been doing this before the technology existed. They used to do like where they would airbrush photos. Like oh, the, yeah. the fashion Ma industry Magazines did this. definitely were Well, dude, this. this is happening. I'm going to go even further on this. This is happening on a basic influencer level too. Big time. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's how Shreds got called out so bad because of like the, the Devin Physique guy and uh, I think Joey Swole. And so they, were, they were just doctoring their own personal photos. Yep. It wasn't. I, they I mean, were made an example. They were of, encouraged to do that because it's. I mean, that's what they're selling. Right, their body. But that's, they made, they were made an example of. They weren't the only ones. No, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, and it's still most popular. And it still time. happens. I mean, I've told you guys before. I've got you know nieces and stuff and nephews that they all use that Facetune app and they do these little things to make you know it look more dramatic or make mm -hmm. their waist look smaller and then better and then they're pitching a product at the same time and you have no idea that that's being subtly adjusted and there's this they justify it that magazines have been doing this forever yeah. so how's it how am i any different how am i right? different yeah. yeah well you got i guess one of you guys has to describe too like just if you were to get a p good pump oh god and and, and good lighting oh, yeah. and you can almost manipulate this like within a day bro if i i'm not going to do this because again this is uh, like I, posture I, I, and everything i'm going to do i wouldn't do i'm not going to do this cuz i know this is against what we would say but if i posted my my flat non pump standing picture to my pumped picture post workout and I could easily sell those as a before. You know what? I, I'm going to actually challenge you to do that because you're in the best shape to do this right now and can show probably the most extreme version of this out of all of us. And I did this a long time ago on my Instagram. So I actually would show people this. I would be like this and I would, I would intentionally deplete. So I'd love for you to do this one day, maybe do a fast. No, I don't even have to do that. I'll do it no, the see, same I, day. Yeah, but I want to show, yeah, but I want to show somebody what how extreme you can make something in twenty. That was my point. Oh, yeah. Was how extreme can I show use a difference in my body within twenty four hours with no Photoshop, no nothing, just manipulating carbs, water, and a pump. And I showed people like this crazy difference. Well, don't forget lighting yeah. and posing. Like, so yeah. So if you if you take and just deplete, so either do a fast or carb deplete for a day or two, and don't lift, do a morning, no pump, no yeah. nothing, photo flat. in front of them, you're flat. You know, no no pump, no water, no food, no nothing. And then literally the next morning, take the rest of that day after you take that before picture, load up on your food, carb up, eat, drink, and then sodium up everything. And then the next day, same thing, carb calories, and then get a massive pump and take a photo and put it in your, I would love for you to share that. Because oh, I think you would show the most dramatic so, difference right so now. So I remember when, and by the way, when you lift the, when you take off the blinders to all the stuff, everything starts to become very obvious. I yep. remember it was early 2000s and this is before the pre-workout market even existed. A lot of people don't know this, but the pre-workout pre market, as big as it is now, didn't exist before. There was no pre-workout market. The first one was like Ultimate Orange, which came out in the 90s, but it was that they really sell it as a pre-workout. One of the best companies to do this was Gaspari. Gaspari had what's called Super Pump 250 was the name of the supplement. And he promoted it as a very smart, very brilliant marketing, improves the pump. Like, oh, everybody likes a better pump. And then what he did, which I thought was so brilliant, is he did before and after the workout pictures. So he said before the workout, after the workout, and you would see this insane pump. And you knew this is the same guy in the same day, but it doesn't matter. It was so effective. I remember looking at those before and afters going, oh my God, he's literally selling how people look with the pump and saying, 
it's because of this product, yeah. which is insane. And he sold so many of those products, and that market ex it literally exploded. It became this huge thing. Because you do look very – by the way, the more muscle you have – the crazier your pump after looks. Yes, right, when and you fill them up. This is a lot of what they do. Like you could take someone and have them stand kind of like whatever, take that picture, flat, stand. Then you could have someone get a crazy pump, stand with a certain angle, better lighting, and it mm -hmm. looks like there's 15 Flex pounds. really hard. Oh yeah, it looks like there's 15 pound difference in, in muscle. They also do that with these before and afters. They'll even go so far as to spray tan lines into people. Yeah. Yeah, you know that for every yeah, for that. every shade darker, you look a percentage leaner. Yeah, I, I saw that. I saw an article a long time ago that broke that down. That said that for every shade darker that you are, it looks you get an X percent. Well, this is why looking. they paint like that crazy brown right. paint all over these That's competitors. Right. Yeah, yeah, in real life you look so crazy, but then on stage you're like, oh, that looks that looks yeah. kind of good. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, look, here's the deal. Like, uh, no hate on companies and fitness people that use before and afters. They are very effective. Just I, shaming. That's all. I yeah, I do. <laughs> Think, just we're better than you. I do think a lot of them have uh, have good intentions. I also think a lot of them have nefarious intentions. Nonetheless, it's a very effective uh, marketing uh, tactic. In the seven years Mind Pump has existed with the podcast and selling programs, we've never really used before and after pictures. And again, this is why. It, it, it's so counter to our integrity and why we started in the fitness industry uh, in the first place that we just can't with good conscience use them unless we figured out a way to do it that matched with our integrity, but we have yet to to do that. So there you have it. And and by the way, and I do want to now I'm about to put the responsibility on the on the viewer and the listener. Okay. These these before and afters, as bad as they are and the lies that they may sell or whatever, they don't work unless we buy them. Mm -hmm. So as a consumer, it's up to you to, you know, we are conscious, uh, intelligent humans. We're also animals. And the struggle is always, can I use my frontal lobe and my conscious to overrun or overrule this, be, this, this, you know, animal, instinct, this animal instinct that makes me behave in ways that may not necessarily be best for me. And so as a consumer, when you're going through social media or looking at products, remember this, remember you should, that. You should unfollow everybody that you're, if you're someone who's I mean, I'm not going to tell people that are in the competitive world that are doing whatever, but if you're the average person who just wants to be healthy, fit, and in shape, I, I would encourage you to unfollow people that are using their body daily as a way to motivate you to get in better shape. I think that's- It's doing more harm than good. I, exactly. I think that's counterproductive. Totally. Look, yeah. if you like our information, head over to mindpumpfree.com and check out all of our free guides. We have guides that can help you with almost any fitness or health goal. You can also find all of us on Instagram. So Justin is at Mind Pump Justin. I'm at Mind Pump Sal and Adam is at Mind Pump Adam. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. If your goal is to build and shape your body, dramatically improve your health and energy, and maximize your overall performance, check out our discounted RGB Super Bundle at mindpumpmedia.com. The RGB Super Bundle includes MAPS Anabolic, MAPS Performance, and MAPS Aesthetic. Nine months of phased expert exercise programming designed by Sal, Adam, and Justin to systematically transform the way your body looks, feels, and performs. With detailed workout blueprints and over 200 videos, the RGB Super Bundle is like having Sal, Adam, and Justin as your own personal trainers, but at a fraction of the price. The RGB Super Bundle has a full 30-day money-back guarantee 
And you can get it now plus other valuable free resources at mindpumpmedia.com. If you enjoy this show, please share the love by leaving us a five-star rating and review on iTunes and by introducing Mind Pump to your friends and family. We thank you for your support. And until next time, this is Mind Pump.